This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Folks, welcome back once again. Time for another exciting edition of the Decibel Geek Podcast. We're back here in real time with you again. Back to the current present. I'm Aaron Camaro. That's Chris Sinzak. How you doing? I'm doing great. What did you think of 1994? It was fun. That was awesome. I think hopefully we changed a few people's minds. I uh, Wally was the uh, the main person that was like, you, you know, what are you going to play three songs? And I asked him, I was like, did we change your mind? And he said. He's like, it's definitely not 1988. He's like, but right. yeah, there's definitely stuff I forgot about. And Billy Hardaway also said the same thing. He's like, this, yeah. yeah, it's not the 1994 I remember. So glad we could help. Somebody also said that they had the Widowmaker album and they hadn't played it in years and they're going to pull it back out now. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to hear some more of that myself. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to do the show. A lot of work, but it was a also lot a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, that's the, it wouldn't be Decibel Geek, you know, that's why we do those shows that way, because, you know, we always look at it from a hard rock, heavy metal point of view, you know, and that's what comes across, especially in the year in review shows. I think yeah. that's why everybody digs it. Yeah, and the, the year in review shows are something we try to do on a regular basis, and we'll do another one pretty soon. What we're doing today is a little bit off the beaten path. Before we do that, we got to get to this week's Geeks of the Week, those who share it on Facebook and Twitter and retweeted on Twitter, and that's right now. All right, this week's Facebook shares and retweets. On Facebook, we got Matt Ashcraft, Todd Cunningham, Chris Karam, Rick Shaw, Derek Novak, Patrick Johnson, Brian and Shauna Evans, Rodney Dixon, Shane Abair, and Jason Thomas Broderick. I want to thank you guys. On Twitter, we got Nick Rose, belated thank you to you. Patches Morris, Creatures of the Net. Jason Wood, Nonsensicast Radio, check those guys out. Mojo Dave and the Pod Mafia, check them out too. Thank you all for your retweets and shares. And uh, if you want to be mentioned on next week's show, just do the same thing for us for this week's link. Thanks for the response to that. If you like like this episode, then make sure that you share or retweet it on Twitter, and I will mention your name next week. Yeah, this one ought to be pretty interesting. Turning into a job doing that. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I like it though. Everybody's putting in the work. Yeah, you know, that's a good thing. It's worth mentioning you if you're if if we're worth mentioning on your part. Absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, so I figured that since we just came out of two weeks of hardcore homework and you know just grinding ourselves to make sure that episode came out and came out right, and knowing full well we've got some really big stuff coming up in oh, the yeah. next couple of weeks, that I thought maybe today we just kind of take it easy, and I thought maybe. You know, you want you want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Okay, we're gonna play a little game today. It's you know, March Madness. It is, you know, and and here's the thing: it, when it gets to be this time of year, I don't know about all over the world, but I know definitely in the United States, every single rock radio station is having their huge March tournament, yeah. where they put all the rock bands in a bracket and have them battle it out through the votes of the yeah. listeners and stuff like that and they got bracket brawl and right. and you know bracket buster and I don't know what we're going to call this today but well it's it's basically a way of mimicking the NCAA basketball tournament right that's exactly which what I've it is. paid very little attention to oh I've been watching I know it. you have oh yes I don't watch a lot of basketball you're wearing your uh, badger gear today sure am um yeah so I thought we'd take one of these random rock stations because like I said they're all doing it yeah 
and uh, take a look at their brackets, you know, and break them down and see who is our Decibel Geek champion. I'm really going to get angry at some of these brackets, aren't I? Yeah, it's going to be messed up because, you know, we could have picked the brackets, but that would have just ended up in a huge fist fight at the end. You know, yeah, so, probably. You uh, know, or or smooth sailing for kiss all the way through one of the two. <laughs> yeah, the winner is already determined if we do a bracket. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So we're gonna look at somebody else's today. We're gonna use their bracket, and this one that I picked is broke down into four divisions. You've got the vinyl era division, you've got the cassette ver- uh, era division, the CD era division, uh, okay. and the download era division so 70s 80s 90s and 2000s you would think so you would think so but the brackets are kind of messed up so i guess let's just start at the top and the way we're going to do this today is i've predetermined these rules to make it fair and we'll take each one as this radio station is laid it out you and i will discuss it see if we can agree on a winner if we can't Uh we're going to go to the twitterverse to break the tie we're going to go to the people in twitter and we're going to look at who has more followers. So you're going to carry the load on this one. Then. I got it. I got all the info. It's all set up. Awesome. I'm ready to rock and right. roll. I like this. So you want to just throw ourselves right into it and get started? Yeah, let's go. All right. The very first matchup, and this one is in the vinyl era. Now, this seems, yeah, you know, some of these bands don't belong in the vinyl era, I don't think. All right. But the very first matchup is Guns N' Roses versus Rush. Oh, okay. And what what is our criteria? I think the criteria here is if you had to choose, if if the almighty power came down and said, for the rest of your days, Chris Sinzak, you may only listen to one of these two bands. Like like you have to forever throw away Guns N' Roses, you have to forever throw away Rush. I like them both. Exactly. That's how it's going to be tough in some of these spots, and some of them will be pretty easy. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, If it comes down to just, you know, if you have to get rid of one, I'm going to have to keep Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree I, with you there. I love Rush. I just saw Rush last year with my wife, and it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. But, yeah, Guns N' Roses, way too many memorable songs in my life to, to not pick them. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. I mean, like you said, Rush is a great band. You know, yeah. love a lot of their early stuff. Some of their stuff, not so much. But I think when, with a band like Guns N' Roses, I like pretty much everything they ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't say that. Really? What would you, 50-50 or what? I would have cut uh, Use Your Illusion in half and thrown, thrown about half of those songs off. Right. But that's just but, me. But if that was the case, you know, you, you may end up accidentally losing a lot of good songs. Maybe. You know, it depends. Are you picking the songs? Yeah. Am I picking no, the I'm songs? No, I'm picking the you songs. You know, is Axel picking the songs? I want a whole album of songs like Coma. Just, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, right. No, I, I mean... I, <laughs> They they get they get a pass just on Appetite for Destruction alone. Right. Yeah. For sure. And Lies is a great album too. Yeah. All right. So that determines that one. Uh, the Twitterverse agrees with us okay. on that now one. Now, what are we Big going time. by with the Twitter thing? It's how many how many Twitter followers each one has. Yes. How many how many disciples of these bands? So what there are the are? numbers for these? The numbers on Guns N' Roses is one point three nine million. Wow. And for Rush, it's uh, 157,000. Really? Rush only has that many followers? You're going to be amazed at some of these. Wow. You're going to be amazed. They deserve way more than that. The people listening to the show are going to like go to Twitter immediately and start liking or uh, following a lot of these bands because you're going to feel bad well, for Well, make sure you go to at Decibel Geek Pod while you're there and follow us. Exactly. We just passed 700. Nice. They're catching up with the Facebook likes. We'll be catching up with uh, Rush pretty soon. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so Guns N' Roses moves on to the next round in the vinyl division. Next matchup here is going to be Jimi Hendrix versus Van Halen. Oh, that's a tough one too, isn't it? 
damn it. Oh, man. I know I got to go. You know, you, you can't take anything away from Jimi Hendrix, arguably the first guitar legend. But, uh, man, I got to go with Van Halen. I mean, Van Halen's the total package. They're going to have to win based on catalog alone, and that's not totally Jimmy's fault because right. he wasn't around to do yeah, much more. Yeah, he got cut short you know, on his discography. All right, I'll go with Van Halen. All right, you and I both agree. Um, what does the Twitterverse say? The Twitterverse agrees with us as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. Not a whole lot for these guys either. Van Halen's got uh, 223,000, and Jimi Hendrix has 215,000, so pretty close there. Wow. For Twitter votes. All right, up next, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness, yeah. versus Queen. Huh. You know, I know you These like, are interesting I brackets. Know, I know you like Queen, but, you know, in my opinion, hands down, not even a, half of an argument. I know. You're not a big Ozzy. Queen fan. Ozzy all the so way. You're going, so it's Ozzy solo. This yeah. is not including Black Sabbath. Right. I'm going to go with Queen. Really? Yeah. There's, I mean, I, God, that's a, and that's a Sophie's choice for me because that's, I really, if I look at both catalogs, I love both. I really yeah, do. I mean, Randy Rhodes, you know, Jakey e. Lee, Zach Wilde. Yeah, Queen has done some amazing stuff, too. I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah I'm but he's Ozzy, man. I know. I love them both. I don't know. Yeah, shit. Well, it doesn't really matter. Right. You go ahead and take I'll Queen. I'll take Queen. Because the Twitterverse most definitely agrees with me. I'm sure. Ozzy Osbourne, 3.56 million. Queen, 5,000 or Five hundred seventy-eight thousand. I'm tempted to change my vote because Adam Lambert's singing for him now. That's that's a big scar, in my opinion. Yeah. Not into reality show singers. No. All no. right. Well, I'm still going with Queen. Okay. Well, Ozzy Osbourne. So are moves we going? Are we going? Are we going to go down to uh, all the way on this until there's a winner? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. Right. Um. So up next, we got to keep moving. Then uh, Led Zeppelin versus The Cult. Oh, Led Zeppelin, without yeah. question. Oh, man, it's tough. I mean, I really like the cult, but, you know. <laughs> Zeppelin's one of the greatest bands you ever. You can't really argue. But here's the thing, you know, nothing against the cult, because I really do like the cult oh, I like a lot, them. like I said. But if you're breaking it down into the the uh, LP division, yeah. does the cult really belong in there? Does right. Guns N' Roses really belong in there? Shouldn't they be That's in more cassettes? cassettes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. All right, uh, that one's pretty easy. Zeppelin, all the way, everybody agrees. Um, up next, Pink Floyd versus Judas Priest. That's going to be a no-brainer for us, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I do like Pink Floyd, but I don't love Pink Floyd. Right. And um, yeah, I love Judas Priest. Judas Priest, awesome, yeah. All right, that's easy That's enough. really easy. Who's got more Twitter followers? Uh, that one, let's see. Pink Floyd by quite a bit. Really? Judas Priest has very... They only got 30,000. And that, do they even have an official Twitter page? I think I it's a fan page, I isn't know. it? I, think I was looking at that when we put best, out that episode. Yeah, I think that's the best representation they got is a fan page, you know. And, yeah. and we'll find some of these, their pages are kind of, their Twitter pages are hard to find. So mm. I think that affects them. And some bands you wouldn't think that ha would have a ton do. Some that you think would yeah. have a ton don't. And it's all, a lot of it depends on how much they update and how hard they go after people on it. Right. And I think, too, another big thing with that is if they're alive or not. Yeah, and also the age of your listeners. You want a, you want a response. Yeah. You know, when, you're, when you get on there with Twitter, you want somebody that's going to tweet quite a bit. You right. Know? So the, more, the bands that are more social media savvy definitely seem to have more followers. Sure. You know, is it just the way it goes? Yeah. 
All right, here's one. These guys have less than I thought they would. Um, Beastie Boys. Remember, this is the uh, <laughs> this is the LP, the vinyl division. Uh-huh. Beastie Boys versus ACDC. Gee, I don't, I don't even have to think about this one. <laughs> no contest. In how many ways is ACDC better than oh, the Beastie Boys? It, it, ACDC is is gonna have a hard time being beaten by anybody in this. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There. What? There, there's a lot of good bands in here, yeah. but we'll see how it all shakes out in the end. Um, up next, this one's kind of interesting. Motley Crue versus The Doors. Oh, Motley Crue. Yeah, see, I'm, <laughs> but I'm a huge Doors fan. I Are love you? The Doors, but I just can't put them over Motley Crue. No I, way, no how. I went through about a two-year phase in high school where I was obsessed with The Doors. Listened to all their stuff and read books on them and everything. Even had one of Jim Morrison's poetry books. Yeah. And was really into them. And I, but I hardly ever listen to their stuff now. Yeah, see, I still listen to The Doors. That's The Doors, I think, one of the bands where like, if somebody finds out that I like The Doors, they're surprised by it. Uh, you know, because they're not really them. a rocking hard rock band. You like the Violent Femmes too, but they are. You know, they they have their <laughs> moments. Oh, we we could do a heavier side of the Doors. Sure, yeah. they have. Well, there's a lot of dark stuff in their in their music. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Motley Crue advances. Um, up next, we've got Aerosmith versus Metallica. Oh man, that's a rough one. That is tough, you know. But the bad thing is, is you know, I want to lean towards Metallica because of the way Aerosmith is now. You know, the it's like the what have you done lately kind of a thing. I mean, I, I of course look back and at all their Ma- classic stuff. And Metallica with Lulu? Yeah, that too. But I guess I didn't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I listened to enough to know that I didn't need to listen to any more of it. Yeah, I guess I did too. So I don't know, you know. That's they a both, tough one, man. They both are great bands, of course. Aerosmith's been around forever. You know, they all they both got quite a few likes on the old Twitter. Or follows, or followers, Aerosmith I should say. Aerosmith versus Metallica. Mm. I'm going to say Metallica. I'm going to go with Metallica um, over, over Aerosmith. I'm going Aerosmith. Yeah? I, Ten years ago, I would I would have had the opposite. But now, I, as I've gotten older, I've grown to appreciate Aerosmith more. And who would you guess the Twitterverse would side with on this one? Probably Metallica. You're absolutely right. At 2.05 million over Aerosmith's uh, seven, oh wait, 747,000. Yeah. Okay. So... Big difference there. Yeah. But Metallica, I think they put more stuff into Twitter than maybe Aerosmith does. Yeah, they've actually, they're very good to their online fan community. Yeah. Aerosmith, huge on MySpace. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I was like, you actually looked that up? No, no. I don't know. Is there still MySpace? I think there is. It's bad when I laugh just hearing the name MySpace. All right, so do you want to just keep moving on down the brackets here and then come back? Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Then the next one is the cassette division. Okay. All right, and this is going to seem funny, too, because I think different bands would fall into this division. However, our first matchup, we find Pearl Jam versus The Offspring. Hmm. Now, remember, these aren't our picks. This is a a radio station that Um, does the... uh, This is pure evidence of what we say about radio. Uh, I'm going to go Pearl Jam on that one. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I mean, I like The Offspring. We talked about both these bands in 1994, Year in Review. played both of them. And, uh, yeah, both great songs, great great albums from 94. I mean... Pearl Pearl Jam's history beats them, though. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I've... It took me time to learn to like Pearl Jam, and I always liked The Offspring right from the very beginning. I I was the opposite. I I like Pearl... Hang on, I have children making noise in the house right now. On this professional podcast <laughs> program, you guys are used to it. That was my daughter. It's okay. Um, 
no, I'm yeah, I'm going with Pearl Jam. As I've said in shows past, if you if you've checked out the Pearl Jam 20 documentary, it's that's such a such an incredible history and it's a great story. I'm not a huge Pearl Jam fan, but I respect those guys and I'll I'll take them over the offspring any day. Yeah, I'll agree with you and the Twitterverse way agrees with us. Oh yeah, they're huge. All right, next one is the Red Hot Chili Peppers versus Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I'm looking at total discography and what I wouldn't want to throw away and what I'd want to keep and I like Rage Against the Machine quite a bit, but I'm going to go with the Chili Peppers on really? this one. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. And the fact that Rage Against the Machine doesn't have any kind of real official Twitter, I don't think. I think there's the individual members may They're have They're too it. busy organizing protest rallies. Yeah, I think that all they really got is a fan one, and that's only got like 19,000. Really? Not, I, yeah, the Rage Against the Machine, um, while I don't, I don't really go to their albums much anymore, but back in the 90s when they were big, they were a huge influence on me, especially when I was playing in bands. They We, yeah. we wanted that direction. Between them and Korn, we wanted that sound. I mean, no doubt about it, Tom Morello's awesome. A great guitar you know, player. Amazing guitar player that can do all. She's always been playing cross. with Springsteen. Really? Yeah. He's been touring with Bruce Springsteen. Huh. He's, he was filling in for uh, Little Steven. Yeah? Yeah. See, that just shows how versatile that yeah. guy is, you know? The stuff he does on a guitar is pretty amazing. All of a sudden, the boss starts kicking ass. No, all, I don't know that his, he's... All his songs automatically become no. metal. Uh, you don't hear... Springsteen's not doing Township Rebellion or anything like that. Or... No, I guess not. <laughs> it seems about right, though. But, uh, you know, the Twitterverse speaks on this one. 1.39 million for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, That's yeah. hard to beat. Well, yeah, they're bigger, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, up next, Alice in Chains versus the Smashing Pumpkins. Alice in Chains. Yeah, I got to go Alice in Chains, too. I like Smashing Pumpkins. They're, they're a band that's, you know, they're 50-50 with me. You know, they, they got some really, really great songs, some good hard rocking ones, and then they got a lot of stuff that's really weird. They're, they have their moments, and for people our age, um, the Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness album is a is a big deal to people that are our age because yeah. that album was just everywhere, humongous when it, it was came everywhere. Out. Every yeah. every party you went to, it yeah. was there. It was a know? soundtrack for those days. It really yeah. was. So I, I give them credit for that. But no, Alice in Chains, I not only one of the best grunge bands, one of the best bands in my opinion. Yeah, definitely throughout the years, yeah, you know, them. with Lane Staley yeah. and even what they're doing now, the stuff is really good. Yeah, you know, they're still good. They maintained. Yeah, I don't know why anyone slags them. They're a great band. No, I remember one time being at a party and that Smashing Pumpkins Melancholy Double Disc was uh-huh. the only CD I've, there. I've been at a few parties that were that And way. it played on yeah. and on and on. I mean, there's some great songs on oh, there. sure. But there's also, like I said, some, there's some really weird, weird stuff, stuff too. Yeah. All right, that uh, puts Alice in Chains up ahead. Um, up next, Stone Temple Pilots versus Green Day. Huh. You know, we're talking total discography. I know some of these that are, especially ones that are coming up a little bit later on, you're going to be like, eh, throw them both away. <laughs> I'm close on that, although the, the, both bands have a handful of things I do like. Right. I, I'm i going to give the edge to Green Day on that. Really? Purely because I like what they've done with American Idiot and on. I like I like that they've morphed their sound. I do. Yeah. And Stone Temple Pilots, they ran out of gas too quickly because of Scott's problems. Well, they did. But then if you look at Scott, you know, and he went on with Velvet Revolver, and that stuff was pretty kick-ass. Really? No, it did not. It just didn't click with me. See, on this one with Green Day and STP, I got to give the edge to STP. You know, I like Stone Temple Pilots a lot better, but, well, maybe not a lot better. Green Day put out more hookier stuff, and I like hooks. 
Yeah, but Stone Temple Pilots did too. They man. did they had some great stuff. Some oh, really I mean, cool. I used to blast stuff. Core constantly when I when it yeah. came out. But I like them both. But yeah, I have to go with Green Day. Yeah, and the Twitterverse most definitely blew, uh, agrees with you on that one. Green Day at three point two four million followers, <laughs> and Stone Temple Pilots at uh, one hundred thirty nine thousand. Wow. Okay, up next, oh, it's Soundgarden versus your favorite band from the 90s, Live. You go, Oh, we're going to talk about that now? <laughs> See, I was hoping that would fly under the radar. <laughs> I knew you were going to find a way to bring that up. Well, I don't know. It ain't, it ain't nothing bad on I'm either a, one I'm of us. Ashamed. But, you know, somebody might say, well, Chris is right. Somebody might say, I'm right. You this, know, shows, this shows where I've matured. Well, not matured, but my, your taste changes as you get older. Yeah. But... There was a period back when Throwing Copper was out that I really liked live, and I liked Mental Jewelry, the album that came out before it. I yeah. liked both of them, and I had both of them. And there's a few, you know, I Alone and Lightning Crashes, those songs were, even if you liked them, they were played so much that you just got, you wanted to throw up when you right. heard them. But, and, and when we were doing, we were talking about doing the 1994 Year in Review, Chris had said, oh, I'm thinking about picking this song by live, and yeah. I think my response was something like, Bleh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like those guys were lame. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. But uh, <laughs> you're. Uh, There's a song called strong. Shit Town that's really good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe I'd go back and listen to it. I always think he's like the, the Shaolin monk rock guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, they the... go at all that stupid, <laughs> you know, like transcendental meditation garbage. Yeah. I just want to rock. But... I always get those guys mixed up with like Counting Crows and bands no, like that. No, I'm not going to dog them like that. No. You know, like Counting Crows and Sister <laughs> Hazel and shit oh, yeah. like that all sounded the same. Bruce right. Traveler. But so so uh, currently on so this live I mean, versus Soundgarden. I, I guess obviously my pick is is clearly Soundgarden. Well, in this I one. I have to take Soundgarden on the catalog alone because Live had you know an album and a half's worth of decent material, and yeah. everything else that they put out after that just was not anything close to what it was. They were like kind of a flash in the pan. Although it was if, a big flash at the time. It was. If Popular. you're if you're a musician and you want to hear some really good musicianship. Watch uh, Live's appearance on MTV Unplugged. It's yeah. actually really good. It's one of the better huh. ones I saw. And not many people saw it. It only aired a couple of times, but it was really good. So, now, yeah, I'll go with Soundgarden, I okay. guess. All right. Um, up next, we got the Foo Fighters versus Candlebox. Oh, I'd go with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I guess. Oh, man, that's tough. I kind of like Candlebox, you know. But, yeah, I, like- I guess I'm going to have to go with the Foo Fighters, too, because, I mean... <laughs> They've got a lot of... Dave Grohl's put out a lot of good stuff with that band over the years. That's another band that's kind of like almost 50-50 with me. Yeah, it's oh, like me too. Some of their stuff they put out is just hard rock and fantastic, yeah. just kick-ass music. And then the other half, it's kind of weird. Well, there's a lot of their <laughs> stuff that I'll listen to it and I'll think, I should really love this, but something about it just doesn't click. Yeah. But, because um, there are good riffs there. Yeah, a lot Grohl's of Grohl's not a bad singer, but there's just... There's some element missing from some of their stuff that I don't get. But, um, yeah, Candlebox, if they hadn't blown ass so bad when I saw them open for Metallica, maybe I would consider it. But they, really? They, yeah. What they, happened? They were awful. Huh. Of course, they were replacing Allison Chains. Chains. Yeah. That's, so I was a little pissed off as it was. That's probably, they probably got that vibe everywhere they went. Well, the thing is that a lot of a lot of people I know love them and say they, that they've seen them live and they were amazing. Yeah. The night I, like I saw them, they I like horrible. Candlebox. I've never seen them live, but, you know, from the stuff I've heard on albums, really good. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they were just, they were, maybe they had an off night, but they were bad when I saw them. Yeah. All right, so Foo Fighters goes ahead. I think you know who wins that one with the Twitterverse. Oh, yeah. Pretty <laughs> That's easily. pretty obvious. All right, um, up next, we got Bush. Oh, your favorite band. 
Whoever they're going against, that's who wins. All right, Sublime moves on in the next round. <laughs> Not a big fan of them either, but okay. Um, in the next one, we've got Weezer versus Nirvana. I'm gonna. This is gonna piss off people. I'm going with Weezer. You know what? I am. You too. are too. <laughs> I am too. I mean, Weezer. I think, man, they got some weird songs too. Some really strange stuff, and some some of it's really poppy and yeah, and not my not what I'm usually into. But again, they've got some songs that are really really heavy rock tunes. They name check Peter, Chris, and and Ace Frehley in a uh, song, so that gives them the win. That should be enough for that. I That's mean, a great song. Nirvana too. did a cover of a Kiss song. Yeah, they they. Completely it. mocked it. Yeah. That was them making fun of Kiss. But how can that be? Kurt Cobain was such a big Kiss fan. Uh, he had a van at one time yeah. that had Kiss painted on it. He probably was, but they I think it was Chris Novoselic was making a lot of fun of them. Yeah. That, and they picked a bad Kiss song to cover. Yeah, I, I mean, if Nirvana song. would have picked something like Going Blind to cover, yeah. that would have been pretty well, awesome. Well, there was a rumor going around when Kiss My Ass was being made that, the, that they did, that there was a cover with Kurt Cobain singing on it and it didn't get chosen for the album. Really? I remember that. I remember that rumor going around. Huh. And when I first heard the Mel, the, what song? It was going blind. Really? And when I first heard the uh, Dinosaur Junior version, yeah, it was it was going to be Kurt Cobain singing with the Melvins playing. Wow. But I think that's what it was. And then when I heard Dinosaur Junior version, it almost did sound like Kurt Cobain at the time. I was like, wonder huh. if that is him because I didn't know anything about Dinosaur Junior. And then no. I heard more, and I was like, oh, it is them. But, that's a great version of that song. Oh, it's one of the best covers of a Kiss song ever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're both going with Weezer on that one, and yeah. that's going to round uh, tie up the first round in the cassette division. So that brings us up to CD era division now. So we'll kick it all off. First match up here in this cage match, the March Madness. Tool versus Five Finger Death Punch. Tool, easy. Yeah, I go with Tool also pretty easily on that one. Although Five Finger Death Punch follows us on Twitter. They're a great band. Even though we've never played any of their songs. The ladies love them. Do they? The ladies love Five Finger Death Punch. I'm not sure why. You know, It's the whole Five Finger thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Haven't we told this joke before? Have we? <laughs> we probably have. I don't know. I'm having a moment of deja vu there for a second. It's like, wait a minute. We've lived this before. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing the show too long if wow. we're recycling jokes now. Boy, I guess. Um, yeah, no hands down tool for me. Um, this one, this is a pretty interesting matchup right here. I like this. Uh, Volbeat versus Godsmack. Oh, Volbeat. Really? Easy. See, it's tough for me because these bands, to me, are very, very similar. No. No? No. Why not? I mean, why? why I, do you understand why I think that? Yeah, but there's more range with Volbeat stuff. Godsmack is a one-trick pony. I don't know, man. Let me sound like Lane Staley singing for Metallica. That's Godsmack. And they named themselves after an Allison Chain song. They were originally an Allison Chain's tribute band. Is that true? That's true. Really? And he was the drummer. Then why didn't they change the name once they got signed or I, something? I guess I mean, they were happy with the name. Strange. But no, I Volbeat, man, they 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 bend genres. They'll they'll mix three genres in on the same song. Godsmack never does anything like that. You're just comparing the uh, vocals. I guess I'll concede on this one. Yeah. You pick what you want. Cause I don't know, I I was torn on that one. I didn't really know which way to go. Oh, I do. I don't. I I'm. I liked Godsmack's first album. After that, I lost total interest. Yeah, I guess I haven't really kept up with them that great. Although either. them writing that "Crying Like a Bitch" song about Nikki Six is pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. All right, so we'll have Volbeat move on there. Um, up next, Avenged Sevenfold versus Three Days Grace. Remember, this is the CD, huh. CD division we're in now. 
That's an interesting matchup, actually. Um, I don't really, I don't really know a whole lot about your Three Days Grace. I like them. They're they're one of the few bands of that ilk that I actually get into. Yeah. And I'm gonna go with Three Days Grace because I Avenged Sevenfold. There's a lot. There's a big lack of originality in that band. Yeah, but the thing about Avenged Sevenfold that I like is the fact that you know, yeah, they're mimicking some other artists, but the artists they're mimicking are, are the good best ones, ones that well, you could, if you're gonna fashion your band after somebody i mean that happens all the time yeah i'll give them credit on the production of the new album they finally did what i hoped they would do because like on their first couple of albums i'm like you know those songs are pretty good and the solos are good but their their guitars sound so little and the drum and the vocals are way too high in the mix yeah i was like i want them to fatten up their guitars and add some bottom into it kind of you know so they kind of took the the new album has they they took a page out of metallica's black album because it's it's produced almost identically It sounds a lot like it. And I even though they rip off some of Metallica stuff, but And Dio and yeah, Sabbath and, and, and Priest Rainbow. and Rainbow. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of lots of influences in there. You call it influences, ripping off, you know, tomato, tomato. I don't if know. If you enjoyed it, that's good. I'm gonna go with Avenge Sevenfold on that one. I'm going, and, I'm, uh, I'm going with Three Days Grace. All right, who do you think wins on the Twitter verse? Probably Avenge Sevenfold. Absolutely yeah. do. One point one six million versus three hundred and sixty thousand. Not um, a big fan of either, really. No. Well, nah, sort of. Not like some of the uh, ones from the album era. All right, up next we got System of a Down versus Linkin Park. System of a Down. Yeah, me too. That's pretty easy. We called him Stinkin' Fart when I was younger. Stinkin' Fart? Yeah, instead of Linkin Park. Oh, I thought you were talking about System of a Down. I was no, like, what? we called them Syndrome of a Down. Ah, uh, but oh, uh, yeah. But no, that system of a down is as much as people hate their vocals. There's some pretty adventurous guitar playing. Oh, on the guitar stuff. playing's killer, and man. the drumming is yeah, really tight. Yeah, the, the band is musically ass. they're a really good band. I mean, all around the singer is kind of strange and I out there, but yeah, I don't like it's him. hard to wrap your mind around <laughs> the guy's voice sometimes. But, but were, the songs are damn well written. Did I ever tell you I, I went and saw Limp Biscuit in an arena? Yes, I'll admit it. <laughs> and System of a Down was the opening band, and this yeah. is the, the only thing they had out was that song "Sugar" at the time. Yeah, and I, they, they, nobody knew who they were. And I, I specifically remember I was sitting kind of far back, and I'm looking at a whole arena. Everyone's sitting down except for two teenage girls that are standing up at the railing just going crazy for him. And the whole arena is a bunch of people just looking like, what the fuck is he singing? I mean, that's just... There's <laughs> a whole... There's a room full of just people that were just completely confused, including me. Nice. I, they grew on me as time went on, though. That's funny. <laughs> All right, System of Down moves on. Up next, we got Disturbed versus Papa Roach. Ugh, I don't like either. Really? Uh, I like both these bands. Yeah, although you've played some Papa Roach stuff that I actually got into. It was into. good, yeah. So See, some of it you get, don't give it a chance till you give it a chance, and yeah. then you'll find out you might like it. I liked Disturbed's first album because yeah. it was a little different than what had come out before it. You know, it, it had its own stuff. angle, but then they decided, hey, this worked on the first album, let's do it on all the albums. Um, People say that about ACDC, too, though. Well, that's know? true, too, and, then, and I like them for that. So I guess I'm being a hypocrite, but yeah... yeah Papa Roach has a good sense of melody on some of their stuff, and they they play they have some hooky stuff. So I'll give them I'll give them the edge and pick them. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Papa Roach. Also, you know everybody knows that I like Papa Roach. Played him on the show. You know when they first came out, I didn't like him that much. You know the whole the rap rock resort. thing. Yeah, yeah, it just really wasn't my deal. You know, and my my wife liked him. They matured. Kid liked him. Yeah, and you know they I never really thought you know. We went to that show and I was like, ah, Papa Roach, yeah, I'll take the wife and the kids, and you know, they'll or he'll have fun, they'll right. have fun, and it was a fantastic show, you know, they yeah. were amazing, and 
the stuff they played was like I don't know any of these Papa Roach songs, and they're really good. You know, why haven't I heard any of well, these? They, you know, yeah, they veered away from their initial sound. Yeah, so you know, like you said, they matured and, and it kind of became more of a, just a straight up rock band after a while. I remember when the Disturbed put out their third album, and one review I read was, "Do you have Disturbed's first album?" Do you have their second album? Yeah. Well, if you do, then you have this album. <laughs> you already have it. All right, Papa Roach moves on. Right. Um, up next, we got Corn versus Seether. God, these matchups are getting worse and worse. Yeah, just wait. Just uh, wait. I'll go with Corn because at one time I really liked them, and Seether I've never liked. Yeah, I'll agree. Then my yeah. sentiments exactly. If you're covering a Wham song, something's wrong with it. <laughs> There's a billion other songs and a hundred million other bands you could choose from. You Although know? I will say this, and I haven't talked to the guy myself, but there's the, the, I can't remember the guy's name. The drummer for the band, I think John Humphrey, I think for Seether, mm-hmm. is a huge Kiss fan and has appeared on our friend pod, our friends' podcast episodes a number of times. Talking about Kiss, yeah, nice. So I'll give the uh, he's cool in my book. So if you're listening and you happen <laughs> to find our show, you're cool in my yeah, book. You're cool. I'm just not a big fan of Seether. <laughs> Maybe somebody can change my mind. You suck. You suck. Yeah. You suck. You suck, but you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> Corn moves on. Um, up next, we got Chevelle versus Shinedown. That's a tough one. Yeah, really? I got to go with Chevelle. Really? Chevelle, Chevelle to me is always like little tool. The, exactly. You know? That's, and I, I'm okay if you with like, that. I got to give them credit because they, they took... Uh, they took Tool's early sound and kept it going. Yeah. Because Tool's cause changed themselves. Because Chevelle's more, they sound a lot like Tool, but their songs are more structured for, like, your classic rock, you know, structure I'm, on songs. You know, it's not the long, drawn-out, experimental yeah. stuff that Tool does sometimes. It's like, if if you don't have time for Tool right now, right. here's some Chevelle. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the, uh, the time right now to devote to listening to some Tool. You know, I just need to... I need a quick fix, so I'm going to listen to some Chevelle. Chevelle's recorded their last two albums here. Yeah, that last album, I heard some of that. It's really good. Well, with that said, I'm going with Shinedown. Really? Yeah. Well, that sucks because, surprisingly, Shinedown beats Chevelle in the Twitterverse. Shinedown, man, the singer for Shinedown's got a hell of a voice. I, you know, and I don't want to say nothing bad about Shinedown because I do like him, and you're right. The singer is pretty that, awesome. That uh, Sound of Madness album is a really good album. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, Chevelle's out. I didn't, I didn't foresee that one, but I guess... You can't argue with the Twitterverse. Yeah. You know, if you got that many followers, you must have them for well, a reason. Britney Spears has a lot of followers. <laughs> Are we going to crown her on this? I don't know. She might be in the next. Uh... <laughs> with radio the way it is, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. We've got one more left in this division. Here's a band that I never signed a contract saying we couldn't talk about. So oh, it's Nickelback versus the Deftones. Deftones. Really? Really? You're, really? You're actually surprised? No, kind of. I mean, because... I'd take a ball-peen hammer to the mouth before I'd <laughs> pick Nickelback. It can't, well, no, you can't now because you, you've, you've already solidified your stance over all these years of being Nickelback hater number one. <laughs> you know, I haven't brought <laughs> that up Nickel- in, in uh, over a year. I haven't what said a thing about what Nickelback. Would've, what would have happened if somehow the brackets came down and it was Nickelback versus Bush? Oh God! What would you What would you have done then? I'd kill myself. Well, we, <laughs> we might have some tough matchups like that. And the sad thing is, here is that here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, because of my vote, oh God. and because of what the Twitterverse says, you're not going to do this. Aaron. I got to Nickelback. I I like better than the Deftones. I mean, I don't. I'm like you said. I'm not big fans of either one of these bands. I'm not even little fans of either one of these bands. The Adrenaline but. album alone 
puts them ahead of Nickelback. Seriously? Nickelback still has more of that Around guitar guitar sound that oh, I prefer. Man. You know? You will rue the day you did this, Aaron. Well, <laughs> let's see how far they get. I'll be happy to vote against them next round. All right, so that rounds up. the <laughs> oh, uh, Yeah, Nickelback in the CD division goes on in the second round. So the, here's where it's going to get a little tricky. All right. We're going into the download era. Okay. So I'm, I got a, kind of a funny feeling that the Twitterverse is going to decide a lot of these. All right. All right, the first matchup we have is a band called AWOL Nation. Yeah, and they're facing off against a band called Young the Giant. I don't know much about either of these bands. I've heard a couple of songs. I don't know much about either one of them. I'll say AWOL Nation because I know my son likes one of their songs. Yeah? That's about the only thing I can come up with. I know Young the Giant played here in Nashville, did some some stuff lately. So I don't know. I guess I'll just go with AWOL Nation. I'll take your kid's word on it, too. All right. So AWOL Nation moves on to the second round. Up next, we got, oh, from right here in Nashville, Tennessee, Kings of Leon. Yeah. Or where are they from? Murfreesboro. Well, somewhere in Nashville. Um, versus a band called The Neighborhood. I've never even heard of The Neighborhood, so I guess I'm going with Kings of Leon. I guess I'll agree with you there because I've never heard of them either. We're um, old. Yeah, I guess so. Man, this, this, is, this is what we're supposed to be listening to, huh? No, we're not. Um, up next, we got a band called Bastille. Versus Cage the Elephant. I'd go with Cage the Elephant because there's a couple of tracks by them I actually like. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we're not as old as we think because I kind of like Cage the Elephant too. And no I Rest mean, for the Wicked is a good tune. That is a good song. And they've got a couple other ones that are pretty good too that I've actually heard. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Bastille. I asked my kid, you know, have you ever heard of AWOL Nation? No. Young the Giant? <laughs> no. The Neighborhood? No. I said, you ever heard of a band called Bastille? Yeah, yeah, I heard of them. I said, are they any good? And he's like, mm, I don't know. And I said, uh, do they rock? And he's like, no. No, I, th- I think they're like kind of a di- they're different They're one of those of folk way. rock bands yeah, I think that that's Alice one of Cooper warned us about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, up next, we got a band called Alt-J okay. versus 30 Seconds to Mars. Now, okay. before uh, you vote, I think there's something you should know. Okay. The band Alt-J has done a cover of Dancing in the Moonlight by Thin Lizzy. Ooh, <laughs> things just got real. That's the only thing I know about either one of these bands. Okay, well, no, I saw 30 Seconds to Mars at the Memphis's Beale Street Music Festival. Yeah, were they any good? They were okay. My brother really liked them more than I did, but the, the singer is Jared Leto, who was a, who's an actor. Yeah? He was in the show My So-Called Life. Yeah? He was like the heartthrob, and then he's in the, also in a movie. We were just talking about that show last week. Were we? Or the week before. Maybe. 94. Um, he was also in a movie that just won an Oscar called uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Hmm. So he's a good actor. Um, so I'll it, go with them. Okay, I'll agree with you there. Just because they're I, okay, I don't know, but it might be worth checking out that cover song. I do want to check. That. I will after we record. Oh, Jay. Um, let's see what's next. The Arctic Monkeys versus Rise Against. Rise Against. Or easily. Rise Against. Rise Against. Is, Rise Against is actually a pretty good band. Really? Yeah. I've never checked them out. I was actually going to put my vote behind the Arctic Monkeys oh. because. I don't know anything they got oh. going on now, but I've got a CD of theirs. Must have been like maybe their first one. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure. It really? was one of those Camaro cutout bin kind of you style like the CDs. Name. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what made me get it. It must have been damn near free. You know, okay. you, you take this, we'll give you a penny. And it was pretty good. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Arctic Monkeys on that. And uh, well, the Twitterverse Twitter agrees with me. Huh. They've got Arctic Monkeys at uh, 908,000. And Rise Against at 312,000. All right. All right. So then up next, we got a band called Silver Sun Pickups Mm -hmm. 
versus Muse? Um, I'm sure Muse is going to win in the popular vote, but I like Silver Sun pickups better. Yeah? What did they like? I've never heard of them. The, well, I only heard a couple of songs, but what I heard I liked. They had one song that... Um, I can't remember the. It's called the song's called the Panic Switch. Yeah, and it's a really good track. But it's they're uh, they're not like super hard rock, but they're kind, for today's music. They're kind yeah. of kind of hard rock, I guess. Muse is a little bit whiny for my taste. Yeah, see, Muse, I, you know, they play that one song all the time on the radio, and uh, I mean, anytime you turn it on, you're bound to hear it within a couple yeah. of minutes. Any one of these bands, really. And uh, I saw them on Saturday Night Live. They, man, they were pretty good. Yeah. You know, the guitar, the lead singer was playing a pretty rocking guitar in that song, and they had that that weird bass guitar that was like electronic, looked like a toy. Yeah, they're they, it looked cool. They're you know? pretty massive these days. So I'm gonna go ahead and vote for Muse based on their Saturday Night Live performance. That I thought was pretty good. Okay. And uh, yeah, Twitterverse definitely agrees with me on that one. 1.75 million for Muse and 69 thousand. For Silver Sun pickups, yeah, they they, got, they've only they had some, one or two hits. They got so. some catching up to do. Oh yeah, they're not, and they probably won't. All right, here's another one that some of these man, they're tough. Um, the Black, the Black Keys, Ugh. you know, of course they're going to be on there. That's another one of them bands. Yeah, and uh, Atlas Genius. I don't care about either of them. All right, I, I don't either. Uh, I guess I'll say Atlas Genius. Well, I'll I'll agree with you just to get the Black Keys out of there. I, don't, and I really I have don't no like idea. Them. I've never even heard an atlas genius song but they're advancing based on the shittiness of the black keys <laughs> i don't like either of them though uh well if you hated that you'll really love this huh. fallout boy versus imagine dragons Ugh. i don't know i don't i'll I've go heard with, songs by both these bands yeah, i prefer neither i'll go with fallout boy because they had a couple of decent songs a few years ago i think i seen imagine dragons in concert once on accident really well not on accident they were I went to see a show with my buddy Tommy. It was Mindless Self-Indulgence and a band opening for them called Julian K. And then a band before that called Imagine Dragons. Really? So you and saw them it, in their early it days. It was a long time ago. And Although I, I don't know if they're no old idea. enough. Maybe it was a different band. They were young kids, man. Oh, really? The band was young young dudes. I didn't know they'd been around that long. You know, so I don't, if it wasn't them, if I might be wrong, you know, somebody, but I'm I'm 99% sure that band was called Imagine Dragons. Well, the throng of Imagine Dragons f- diehard fans that listen to our show will clear that <laughs> up for you. Oh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Um, I'll go ahead and go Fallout Boy too. I guess I don't know. I like it because it's named after a Simpsons character. Okay. <laughs> and that concludes the first round all the way down the line. So I guess we could slide. You want to go ahead and just round this one out, get it done with, get yeah, it over yeah, with. We're up to over forty minutes now. So. All right. A Wall Nation versus Young the Giant. Uh, A Wall Nation. Um, Kings of Leon versus. Wait. Oh no, I screwed that up. Um, A Wall Nation versus Kings of Leon. Uh, Kings of Leon. Okay, I agree. Cage Elephant versus 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, Cage the Elephant. I agree. Arctic Monkeys versus Muse. Muse. I guess I'll agree with that one, too. Atlas Genius versus Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy versus the, uh, versus Arctic, or Muse, I mean. I don't even care. Fallout Boy. Which one of these bands do you like the best? (laughs) Let's just cut to the chase here. What, what's left? Um, AWOL Nation, Kings of Leon, Cage the Elephant, 30 Seconds to Mars, um, Muse, Fallout Boy. I guess, uh, Cage the Elephant. Cage the Elephant's your winner. Okay. I agree with I'm that. I'm glad we can move past that That's part of it. <laughs> Let's fast forward. Let's go to the ones that count a little better. All right. Um, back to CD. We got Tool versus Avenged Sevenfold. Tool. All right. Let's see. System of a Down versus Papa Roach. 
I go with System of a Down. Mm, I'm going to go with Papa Roach, but System of a Down wins on the Twitterverse. Okay. Um, let's see. Did I? Oh, no, I did that wrong. Son of a bitch. Hang on. <laughs> Tool versus Volbeat. Volbeat. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Tool, and Volbeat wins Yay. with the Twitterverse. Um, let's see. Then we got Avenge Sevenfold versus System of a Down. System of a Down. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, Papa Roach versus Corn. Corn. I'm going to go Papa Roach, but Corn wins via the Twitterverse. Shine Down versus Nickelback. Shine Down. Okay. See how long. Okay, I I'll go Shine Down too. Thank so you. So Nickelback is out. God. So then Shine Down versus Corn. Corn. Yeah, I'll agree. Corn. Then we got Tool versus. System of a Down. Tool. All right. Tool versus Corn. Ooh. I loved both at one time. Uh, I'll go Corn. All right. I'm going to go Tool. And Corn wins via the Twitterverse. So Corn wins there. So Corn wins bracket. that bracket. Yep. And Cage the Elephant wins theirs. <laughs> They're not going to make it long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, into the cassettes. We got Pearl Jam versus the Chili Peppers. Uh, chili Peppers. Really? I'm going to go Pearl Jam, and Twitterverse agrees. All right. All right, Alice in Chains versus Green Day. Alice in Chains. Agreed. Alice in Chains, definitely. Soundgarden versus the Foo Fighters. Soundgarden. Yeah, I guess I'll go Soundgarden, too. I'm, I'm, I'm just going right off my initial emotion here. All right. Uh, Sublime versus Weezer. Ah, uh, Weezer. Okay. I'm going to go with Sublime, but Weezer takes it on the Twitterverse. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we've got Pearl Jam versus Alice in Chains. I'm going to go Alice in Chains. I'll agree, Alice in Chains. Um, then we've got Weezer versus Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Soundgarden versus Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains it is. All right, there's our winner this there. This is going to get really hard in a minute. <laughs> Okay, now we're down to... Okay, here's where it's going to get tough. Guns N' Roses versus Van Halen. Uh, Van Halen. I'm going to go with Guns N' Roses. Oh, so this should be interesting. Guns N' Roses win it in uh, the Twitterverse. Really? It's at 1.39 million to Van Halen's 215,000. Wow. Yeah, that's a big difference. A lot of people going out right now and following Van Halen on say, Twitter. This episode's going to really turn <laughs> off people in from case, Twitter. In case we ever do it again. Yeah, that mm. is kind of funny how that is, you know? Yeah. It's kind of funny how that is. We should do a Facebook bracket one of these days, too. We should. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, we could do that. Have the listeners send us in their picks, and yeah. then we'll bust them down that way. Um, let's see. Ozzy versus Zeppelin. Oh, man. Um, I'll go Zeppelin. I got to go Ozzy, man. Come on. Ozzy. I like Ozzy, but man, the Zeppelin, man, <laughs> come on! It's Ozzy, man, come on! Well, Ozzy, uh, three point five six million on the Twitter. You know, uh, Zeppelin ain't got that. Well, no, they haven't been abandoned thirty plus years. Robert Plant needs to start tweeting. Then you want to you want to build up your followers, Jimmy yeah. Page. You start tweeting. You really picture Robert Plant on an <laughs> iPhone tweeting? Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, $3.56 million. Zeppelin, 262000 Tragedy. Big difference. All right. Judas Priest versus ACDC. Oh, God. See? Yeah, that's, this is where it gets tough here. 
Oh, geez. All right, I'll go ACDC. I got it, man. That is so tough. I mean, Judas Priest and ACDC are two, two of my favorite bands. They're right up there. Jeez. I guess I'm going to have to go ACDC, too. That pains me to do that. And uh, the Twitterverse definitely agrees. Yeah. Because, like we said, priests don't have a lot. They don't even have their own official page. Somebody go to priests, even if it's their fan page or whatever the hell it is, go, go follow it. Give them some love. Please do. Uh, Motley Crue versus Metallica. Ooh, you go first on this one. I need um, to think. It's tough, man. I love both these bands so much. Probably two of the, the greatest hard rock metal bands ever. Um, if I got to never listen to one or the other again, if there's only one I can have, I got to go with Motley Crue. All right. Discography versus discography. And as, as much as it yeah. pains me because there's so many great Metallica albums. There's more Motley Crue material that I'll go to than there is Metallica. No, I absolutely that, love both. That changes for me from time to time, though. Yeah, there's, know, yeah I'll go through fluctuates. periods where I listen to nothing but Metallica for yeah. like a week. So, yeah, I'll go with the crew. Uh, like some Metallica, they definitely got the edge over the crew big time on Twitter. But that don't matter. But that don't matter here because we trump Twitter. Right. You guys are only the tiebreakers. All right, that brings us back to Guns N' Roses versus Ozzy. Shit. <laughs> this is getting harder and harder. Yeah. Um, I got to go with Ozzy on that one. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I love Guns N' Roses. You love both. I love Ozzy, too. I guess I'm going to have to go with Ozzy. It's, that's hard. That's, I think, for me, the toughest one so far. No, but Besides maybe, harder. maybe Priest and ACDC. Yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'm going with Ozzy on that one. Or even Guns N' Roses and Van Halen was tough. But, yeah, I guess I'll go with Ozzy on that, too. Twitterverse agrees. I mean, both them bands in the millions. But yeah. Ozzy at three million, GNR at one. I mean... That's pretty awesome for both those bands to have that many Twitter followers. All right. Um, and then, let's see, Motley Crue versus ACDC. See? What oh, the hell, God. man? Where's kissing all this? Exactly. We're, there's a bunch of bands missing out of this, but we're just dealing. We'll talk about that in the SoundCloud, maybe. No we'll, thin Lizzie. Yeah, there's a bunch Poor of bands shit. missing. All right, so who, who'd you say? Motley? Motley and ACDC. Oh, fuck. I don't think there'd be a Motley without an ACDC, so I'm going ACDC. That's that's the yeah, only that's only way I can pick. That's, that's hard to argue. Yeah, I'm Bon Scott era alone. I think trumps Motley Crue. Man, I really like Motley Crue. Oh, I do too. I love both of them, but yeah, I'm going with ACDC on that one. Mm. You got to go to the forefathers. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. It's tough though, but I, I'll go ACDC. So then the final in this one, in this division, <laughs> oh. Ozzy Osbourne versus ACDC. Oh. I had a feeling it was going to come down to this, too. Yeah. All right. I just kind of figured this is where the winner would come from, would be this division. <laughs> I'm going ACDC. Really? If I can't have Kiss in this contest, mm. ACDC is like my, my, my overall probably favorite. It's going to be hard for me to pick anything above them. As much as I do love Ozzy. Oh, man, yeah. See, I, I got to go with Ozzy. So what's the tiebreaker then? The tiebreaker will be Twitter. And Twitter says Ozzy at 3.56 million. Wow. Beats ACDC at 442,000. Wow, you'd think ACDC would have a lot more followers than You that. would think so, but that's all it was when I looked it up You're on there. You're too drunk to get on Twitter. 
right. I guess something's wrong there. Okay. So, so Ozzy our wins winner is Ozzy Osbourne. So now they're gonna. It's gonna be hard to beat Ozzy now that ACDC's out. We're down to the final four. So the champions of each one of these divisions is facing off. So the winner of the download division. Cage the elephant. Cage the elephant <laughs> makes it to the finals right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. <laughs> I haven't kept up with the basketball tournament this year, but they're the mercer of this tournament. Boy, I guess. Um, yeah, Cage the elephant versus Corn. You got to go with Corn. How could you not? Right. Even if you don't like Corn, you have to give them the nod. <laughs> I really when I, when I started looking at this, I really didn't think Corn was going to make it all the way down to the end, but yet there they are. That's a personal thing for me though, because they. They meant a lot to me back when that first couple of albums came out. They had a pretty easy ride, I think. Yeah. Easy, all, it, easy ride to the final four. Matchups determine a lot. Yeah, it does. All right, so then we got Ozzy Osbourne yeah. versus Allison Chains, which is another oh, pretty boy. damn good matchup. I can make some people really angry with this pick. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure you could. Like, this is an outrage. I quit. I'm never coming back. I'm starting my own podcast, and I'm calling it the Ozzy Osbourne is Awesome Show. I'm out of here. <laughs> You'd probably get a lot of listeners in that. <laughs> okay. Probably would. Oh, man. Jeez. You now, know? do I, am I basing but, this? But could I get 3.56 million? No, probably not. Wow. Am I basing this off of? Like what it meant to me. You're basing it off of either you, you've got a stack of Alice in Chains CDs in front of you. Yeah. You got a stack of, well, you got cassettes. Then <laughs> <laughs> you got a stack of uh, Ozzy Osbourne LPs, all of them. And you have to throw one away, never listen to it. I, I have to pick Ozzy. There's not, as much as I adore Alice in Chains, I can't do that. Well, ring the bell. It's over. Ozzy Osbourne's your winner. All right. Oh, wait, no, because it's Ozzy versus Corn is the Gee. final one. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so, like I said, ring the bell. Oh, yeah. It's over. Sorry, Corn. Ozzy Osbourne's Man, your winner. Corn made the championship against Ozzy Osbourne. Isn't that crazy? That shows that that does speak a lot to our age group, you know, as host of this show. Yeah, and it speaks a lot to the Twitterverse, and it speaks a lot to That's luck of the draw yeah. and everything else. So, yeah, who would have thought it would come down to Ozzy and Corn? Wow. But had we split these up, if we had mixed all the vinyl in with the cassette, in with the you know, and really mixed it up, yeah. I think we would have had more of a better mix. You know, I, right. don't, I don't think Cage the Elephant would have made it quite as far. Oh no, <laughs> absolutely not. They were the sweethearts of the Decibel Geek March Rock. They tournament. got through because we hadn't heard of some of the other competitors. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We didn't pick the tournament. We didn't pick the combatants. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's why. Clear. I, and so by looking at this, I realized that there's a lot of bands on Twitter that need more followers. Judas Priest. I mean, even ACDC. I think it's kind of sad that ACDC sitting at, you know, what, 442,000? Although I heard they're working. Motley Crue's only at uh, 253,000? ACDCs will go up this year because I heard they're putting a new album together. Yeah, we talked about that, that we were hoping that was going to come true, and there it is. Hey, what about Ace Frehley, huh? Yeah. Uh, new music from the Space Invader. You were right. Yeah. It's not going it. to be a 20-year wait like I thought. That's awesome. So this was pretty interesting today. I'm sure this will spawn some good arguments. You know, don't blame us. Blame yourselves if you're on Twitter. <laughs> I, I already hear the shit I'm going to get for Corn and for Alice in Chains and... But, yeah. you know, those are great bands. You to know, us? Corn is yeah. pretty good. I mean, I don't know about anymore, but they, no, I don't, they were I, pretty good at one time. I, as we said in the interview with Toby Wright, I kind of lost track of them after the album he did with them, Follow yeah. the Leader. 
Yeah, that mean, was their best one. I think. And a lot of people like Untouchables and the stuff that came later. I just it just never clicked for me. That Follow the Leader was the end of that great period for them. Yeah, to, in my opinion. And something else I learned today. What? That Ozzy Osbourne is truly the Prince of Darkness and the King of the Decibel Geek Podcast. He's the King of our bracket brawl. Yeah, he whipped everybody. So yeah. So yeah. Don't but, get in Ozzy's way. Well, we rounded that out right around an hour. Okay, so we get, we're going to wrap things up today. we got a bunch of stuff coming for you next week. Um, go to the website. Get yourself some T-shirts. I know you're sending some T-shirts out Absolutely, this week. Absolutely, yeah. So, I know. just got a new order put in. and uh, So, yeah, if the one particular listener ordered one that fell through the cracks, I'm getting it out to you now. Cool. Um, and, yeah, so if you have uh, T-shirt needs, do that. If you, you wanna, want it, we got it. Yep. You can get it right there at the website. You want to give us a donation, give us a little tip for all our hard work. You can do that at the website as well. Just click donate. If you want to order some music, hey, the best place to do that is Amazon.com. You go down the list today. Look at all these these bands that have been in this bracket. They've all got a ton of great music. Just waiting on Amazon.com for you to come around, buy it, take it, and enjoy it. Yeah. And the best way to do that is through the website yep. because by doing that, by clicking the link on at www.decibelgeek.com, it'll take you to Amazon. You can buy all these artists, support their music, support their art, and support us at the same time by giving us a little bitty kickback, but it all adds up. Yeah, we've been getting a, a lot of lot more orders lately on through our Amazon affiliate link. Some interesting stuff you folks are buying, too. That's the we beauty of reading here. that off too, you know, soon, we're too. just basically a huge infomercial for hard rock and heavy metal that's what we are yeah so we uh, it's we, okay we appreciate you guys you know buying them a lot of people buying the music and i that's the best thing you can buy mm-hmm. so although if you do want to buy a car through amazon it's not bad getting a kickback do from it. that either that'd be so. awesome buy a couple of cars <laughs> yeah. buy a fleet right <laughs> buy an aircraft carrier buy a kiss monster book <laughs> buy a kiss casket yeah. buy some toilet paper <laughs> some hello kitty toilet toilet paper yeah whatever you want they got uh, it well this was a this was a nice laid back easy to do episode and uh let us know what you think email us at decibelgeek at gmail.com we Go should to do the facebook fan yeah. page we we got this thing going where we're just kind of having fun and talking about what we like and what's going on you know we should open up the phone line and encourage people to call us and ask us you got a question for chris or i we'll call us up you know maybe we'll play some music play some requests answer your questions what's the number again it's been 540-DB-GEEK-1 540-DB-GEEK-1 yeah dial that number leave us a message ask us a question whatever we'll, yeah. we'll put a show together based around it why not yeah we don't push the phone line enough and we should we need to we want to hear from you guys we need more excuses just to kick back and have days like this yeah because this was fun <laughs> a lot less work than normal awesome so uh that was fun man alright I liked it so we'll see you next go week go Ozzy go Ozzy